0: Hold on.
1: Just an old half ton short bit for all. Oh.
2: Welcome to probably science. I'm Matt Kirchhin. Um, I'm Brooks Wheelan. Well, that leaves me to be Andy Wood, which yeah. is as much You're fun. You're Andy Wood, yeah. Uh, just country summer, still still going strong. All
1: off the load.
2: Yeah. Here comes a good part of this song. This is "Drive" by for Daddy Jean by Alan Jackson, who I did not get to see this week on account I had shows. I missed it. Like a
1: hero you mean last week? Just That's sweet. His This sounds great. I mean, it must be 70s country, right? We're recording this episode about... Mid-90s country. No, it's
2: not.
3: Yeah, that's Alan Jackson. We're recording this episode a week early, and what are you going to do, Brooks, if summer country
2: becomes not cool in between now and when the show goes out? (laughs) No, No, it can't can't not be cool. No, all I'm saying is Alan Jackson is rescheduled for this previous Wednesday... When this comes out, I can't fucking go. I was so amped to see Alan Jackson, but I think Toby Keith is coming to the Greek, Don't and I will Toby go see Keith. Toby Keith.
3: So, welcome to Probably Science. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> this is the weekly roundup of the science news, combined with our attempts to t- take Brooks away from summer country stories. Summer country. <sighs> uh, we are three comedians with a vague science background, and we're going to be going through the week in science uh, with a guest comedian.
2: That's Matt Kirshen is talking. He's the British one. <laughs> I'm the British one. He's the one. smartest. And... I'm Brooks Whelan, and that's Andy Wood. Yep. And we have a fucking special guest today. We, very we do have a special Get guest. Get ready, everybody, for Robert Buscemi.
1: Hello. Thank you. Pleasure. Thanks, Thanks for, you listeners, for coming on. Podcast listeners. Thank Chicago sure. legend. That's right Robert Buscemi That's right Did
2: you guys have any overlap When you were doing stand up In the Chicago area Uh, I don't think so You were Well I might have seen you out here I think we moved out here A similar time frame though I think so yeah Yeah. I was was a pretty big deal He was a big deal I was not a big deal When I was in Chicago (laughs) That's not true I'm being an idiot A lot of open mics for Brooks When he was in Chicago I think your reputation does precede you, though. People that I know in Portland who
0: came up in Chicago improv scenes and things talked mm-hmm. about
2: you.
1: Yeah, you got some fans around, cast across the if country. It's, yeah, it's it, it's I'm I'm so underground that uh, you know <laughs> above me is the floor ducts. <laughs> but whatever, yeah, I've Robert, been around for a while.
2: If you get in an elevator and try to get to where Robert's at, you need a special key to turn to get. Yeah, in. Very <laughs> nice a high like five. It, like that it. was a high five. You guys couldn't see that <laughs> in your homes. Around your hearth. <laughs> but look him up online. Robert Buscemi. Uh, Robert. Probably the number one Buscemi
1: Googled. If you just Google that's Buscemi, right. it'll that's probably be right. Robert. Probably yeah, Robert. Because it's such a right. weird
3: name. There wouldn't
2: be... It wouldn't no way else. There wouldn't be any There wouldn't be other name.
1: really, really talented, famous, popular actor
2: with my name. No. I'm I want to see out. Robert Busce- I'm not Robert. I want to see Steve Buscemi and only recognize
1: him from uh, Billy Madison. <laughs> you were in Billy Madison, man. It's that funny. you killed it in Billy Madison. I have to say, I find it extremely winning that he loves Adam Sandler. Picks. He just doesn't. You know. Oh, I man. think it's really great that he has such a low uh, <laughs> culture streak. it. hey, Billy <laughs> Madison. Very
2: cheerful. Billy Madison's fucking great, though. I don't care. That movie is hilarious. But
0: he's been involved involved in other Sandor yeah, They are not yeah. the first tier. Right.
2: Yeah. Um dude, that scene where he crosses off Adam Sandler's name, uh, uh Billy Madison's yep. name on people to kill yeah. while putting then, on lipstick And then puts on lipstick and it's listens dope. to ELO's Telephone Line. So fucking yeah. funny, man. What yeah. happened, Adam Sandler, man? What happened? That was he had funniest. good instincts. He has comedic chops. I don't oh, know. I love him. Yeah. He's why I do stand up. Uh, so
3: Robert, what's your science background? Something we asked of, I guess.
1: My science background is, um, oh heck, let's see. I have a, I have a fairly healthy amateur interest in um, biology and Earth history oh, and yeah. uh, life sciences. Dude, this is I do. already. I've are studied, um, perfect. Perfect. or I know Darwinian theory and a lot of like. I like biology a lot. Nice. Um, astronomy, Gregor Mendel. Yeah, oh, Gregor yeah. Mendel. Astronomy scares me; <laughs> it makes me uh, it's vertiginous. It's too big. It's too big. Yeah. It's too big. So it, li- it, it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my main what thing. What if you do like I-
3: astronomy, but no further than the moon?
2: Yeah, that's good. I like
1: that. And then just build yourself I really up the li- stages. I
2: really like that. And we'll go out, then we'll go out to the asteroid
1: belt, keep it, you know,
2: just the moment. And by to the time the what?
1: By the time, you know, how many billion years have passed before I even get to the far reaches of our own galaxy? Mm. I don't even know. I'm stuck at Saturn, I can't get past that one. <laughs>
0: So, are you also afraid of the ocean? If space's
2: uh, vastness
1: less so scares you, less so. All
2: right, let's give Robert. <laughs> this is a new. This is a new thing. We did it last week with Steve ag We're going to do it this week again. Only I don't have my piece of paper, so it might be a slightly different uh, science uh, quiz that we am going to give you. All right, that's cool. It's just quick fire. What All comes, right, let's do, comes. Okay. let's do it. Whatever comes. Okay. This week's science quiz with Robert Buscemi. Favorite scientist. Darwin. Least mm. favorite scientist. Uh, Crick.
1: Who's that? Of Watson w- and Crick? Yeah. <laughs> Just because he was riding Watson's coattails. Hey, <laughs> I have a t-shirt and a tattoo that say the same thing. Crick, Crick's a dick. <laughs> oh, wow. What? Okay. Yeah, I think Crick, yeah, uh, one of
3: Crick <laughs> and Watson <laughs> has. I can't remember which of the two, I think it is Crick, has come out with a couple of slightly dodgy
1: eugenics type oh, comments no. in the news. Listen, if, anybody, if we can take him down, if the scientists I work with can take him down, right. I'll consider my career well spent. Actually, it might not have been a <laughs>
3: eugenics. It might, have been, it might have been one of those, like, people from different races do have different IQs. And oh, just like that kind of thing. Just one go, of
1: those <laughs> little. All
3: right. And then you just go, oh, well, he's one of the great scientists, but he's an old man
2: as well. So. <laughs> 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 All right. We've got to keep going. This is rapid fire. Uh, favorite element? Titanium. Mm. Favorite Australian animal? Kangaroo. Um, now I forget what the rest of them were. Uh, okay. Favorite experiment you were ever a part of in school? Like, was there a cool experiment that you were like, that was really neat and it stuck with you into adulthood?
3: Like either a science experiment you did or maybe you were one of the subjects of an experiment. Like they made all the men dress as women and the women dress as men and then they went into a room and danced.
1: Um,
2: oh, shit, did you just I- tell us something that happened to you in, as a young man, <laughs> I can't think of an you experiment know, I was part I of. that out. Really? Like, oh, Nothing really? in nothing
1: in chemistry? I'm all for yes and no. Nothing in chemistry that I can right. think of that's particularly. Fine. Favorite we'll do favorite, a favorite of Newton's three laws of motion.
2: No, that's not a That's
1: a tough one. The no. second one. The second one is okay. a good one.
2: Yeah. yeah. All right. that's not a tough one. He got it. That's a good one. All right. And then <laughs> you know the right Here we go. Uh largest explosion
1: you've ever been a part of. Wow, nice. Um Let's see. I just remember a fireworks display that kind of went crazy on a a, a driveway in West Jefferson, Ohio, about 1970. I won't even say what.
2: Okay. Well, that sounds pretty crazy. Did you hear about the San Diego fireworks disaster? I did. They all went off simultaneously. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so, what so that's exciting. San Diego,
2: 4th of July. You did um, say
1: accident. Didn't you say accident? It had to have been. Explosion? It
2: was an explosion. Well, no, explosion. Anything could have happened. I'm just saying yeah. if you built, if you had like an M-80 that you, you know, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Okay, San Diego, this is what happened. On the 4th of July, they're set up to have their awesome San Diego fireworks right. display over right. the ocean. They fuck up. They all press the button. At the, they all all the fireworks go off at the same time. Right. Every single one of them. Right. Just a gigantic explosion, basically.
1: Yeah, I heard that. It's Beautiful. Like, r, r, r. All right. Uh Oh,
2: way to go. You passed. Yes, that was Did fine I? colors. I yeah. didn't pass.
0: You were the best so far. Really? You?
2: Yep. Well, what if Steve listens to this? <laughs> Steve's not going to listen, listen to this stuff. Yeah, let's, um,
3: let's see where you stand on the leaderboard now.
0: Yep. It looks like up top we have Robert Buscemi with a score of
2: 4.3, just ahead of Steve Agee with a 3.7. Well, these are terrible scores. It's out of 50. Yeah. yeah. So it's That's not awful. good. There's a lot of room for I don't even know
0: how we get decimals involved, really. That uh, doesn't make any sense.
2: All right. I'm going to jump in to... Uh, wait. Okay, we already asked you background science. I I'm going to jump into the first story, and then I actually have to leave to go do a comedy show, but... Oh. We're going to get, I'm going to get a science story out of the way. That way I take a little bit of the burden off of Andy and Matt so they don't have to come up with three stories apiece like Brooks and Andy have to do constantly when Matt's in England. (laughs) Fucking carrying dead weight around. (laughs) Uh, Robert, Matt leaves a lot to go make TV shows that no one will see because it happens in England. Sky Network
0: yep. is that only like broadcast on yeah. like billionaires dirigibles and things? Yeah, it's actually,
2: it's, <laughs> Sky is actually exclusively for hot air balloons and okay. zeppelins. <laughs> What's it called? Atlantic Sky Atlantic is the. I oh, okay. uh, Sky Network is Terminator. That's true. You're Sky right. Net. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Has so the place that's broadcasting your TV show has not yet become self-aware? Then this network
2: has not. We could be gained. the final link. I'm totally you know, joking. Matt coffin. I'm totally joking. That's very cool. Matt is, shot a set is, yeah. list... TV show that will air on Sky Atlantic in yeah. uh, England, and then uh, oh, you shot
1: a set list? Yeah, yeah. They did oh, TJ, set list a TV TJ show. TJ Miller was getting ready, uh, getting ready for one of those last yeah, time. Yeah,
3: well, TJ did one of the ones in London, and it was it, yeah. Like, he said
1: he was off to London, but it was to the most it.
3: ridiculous uh, schedule. Like so, TJ, he was doing the show on the Wednesday night. On Tuesday, no, it was on on Monday night. He had a show in Denver, so he couldn't leave until the Tuesday. Denver, right. yeah. And then he had to. Oh no. <laughs> And then he had to be back in Denver on like the next night, what, what the, it kind of worked out. That that was, he, he said and, yeah, he was going to be there like thirty hours. He was going to be there thirty hours. Uh, in fact, he, he even got those sums wrong. He was going to be there like twenty hours, but then his flight was delayed for some. Like it was a,
0: no,
1: his flight
3: was so delayed. He we did two. We do two shows on the same night so that to give them editing choices. Two shows, same wardrobe, but just to make sure that they. You know, get a good lot, like get good footage on everyone, because this is an improvised show, right? And they don't cheat, so yeah, right. the comics get given their topics, and there's no cheating. They don't have the topics in advance, so to make sure it's good, they kind of do they film a lot, and yeah. so they can edit out any right. Like, any you said major he functions.
1: only needed six minutes
3: out of whatever out of like six half of an year. hour, yeah, yeah no, out, hour. out of like two fifteen-minute sets, pretty much. Um, TJ's flight is delayed by half a day. He ends up landing. He lands when the first show is on and like just gets like gets picked up at the airport he gets stuck in security and the customs line for another hour like and he finally he arrives like he basically arrives runs straight on stage does his set
1: no storms it like we we put him on he would storm it
3: we put him on for two sets like he was the only one anyway I was worried about having someone fly in on the day of the shoot but like TJ is so fucking weird and so yeah like he just doesn't work on the normal plane he I, doesn't
1: work on the normal plane the that's right he doesn't work on the normal plane
3: anyone else you kind of go well they're gonna need to get in have a night's sleep have a rest have a shower like you know, tj was straight no. on the stage
1: he'd be he'd be fine it, up there carrying his damn luggage
3: close the show <laughs> that's pretty much what he had to do he sort of took it out of his hand chucked a bit of makeup on him and pushed him on um and uh like he still wasn't made up when the show started like i just went on and filled and then we pushed him on stage and he opened and closed the show, so that's oh, how he got his two sets in. And uh, then he drank for a few hours, and then he was on a plane home pretty that's, much. Wow. That's, yeah, were his sets good? They were great.
0: He's so funny, yeah. Yeah. All he right. can he showed up to Bridgetown in 2009 or 10. Um I think like a day out of brain surgery. Yeah. Oh. Still loopy from meds and was st- and when you're talking to him you're not quite sure if he's totally lucid. Gets on <laughs> gets, gets on stage. Gets on stage and just turns it on. Like he was incredible. He, he I can't believe how that guy's All right. New name of podcast, yeah. probably
2: TJ. He's coming on soon. I just talked to him. He's oh, going to do it soon. Great. Okay. I got to do the story. I got to get the hell out of here. Um, right. Okay, so this this is not really. This is kind of a weird story, guys. Uh, space has a strange smell, is what the topic is, and it just says um, it just talks about how astronauts in space always come back with a terrible and uh, a terrible. They just talk about how bad it smells up there. It says What's uh, the, how do they, they're not smelling space. <laughs> no, but they're. Just, I don't know what it is. Astronauts, including Thomas Jones, have used the terms acrid smell to seared. Uh, ...stake to welding fumes to describe the way space comes across to the nose. Uh, However, strange, sweet, or unappealing the smell is, apparently it is our fault the smell comes into being in the first place. There are high-energy particles in space that collide with air in the space station to create an odd scent. The scent may not be dangerous... To, uh, but this, you scent, better hope not. Yeah, no yeah. shit. But NASA really wants its space candidates to understand what they are preparing for. Because of this, NASA has hired a scent chemist to help acclimate upcoming space travelers to the stench of space. Oh, my god. What Atlantic. do they do,
1: feed them a pot of beans? I don't know. St- uh,
2: Steve Pierce has been hired to try to recreate the smell on Earth. The man has gotten some help from astronaut descriptions and is trying to figure out what effect drinking vodka may have on the odor since vodka is brought on board to be consumed and later sweated out. What? What are you I, talking about? What? I, okay, this story is so going off the rails.
3: Yes, yeah, so I mean, there's like a lot of different bits of information coming in. A lot of this moving,
2: moving parts. It says, this is what it says right here. It Fucking. And it is trying. He's trying to figure out what effect drinking vodka may so have on the So why do they drink the vodka odor. in space? Since vodka is brought on board to be consumed and later sweated out.
3: Listeners to the show, like we have real what? scientists who listen to the show sometimes. How you like If how, any of you want to jump happen? in on this one.
0: Is this specific to Mir? Because it's a Russian thing? Like is that, they bring vodka up? I, what's, I what's do the... remember
3: reading that food... Taste differently on the space station because because the biggest thing that affects food isn't isn't actually taste it's the smell and your mm-hmm. and it's the vapors from the food passing over your taste buds in a certain way mm-hmm. but in a zero gravity like in a zero in a fall gravity environment you like th- molecules move differently things act differently yeah and so food they like strong smelling food
1: strong tasting yeah. strong flavored food it's the only way I can. It's the only way I can have, achieve orgasm anymore is in exactly that environment. Really? Because the molecules move differently. <laughs> and I have to be eating tasteless food and smelling the acrid smell of space. <laughs> right. or I'm I sorry. just can't get there anymore. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. All right, I gotta go. <laughs> I do have to leave. I'm like bummed, Robert. I, I f- but Robert,
2: you're also on the show I'm going to do. I am subornum that I'll be along shortly. Right. Will. And I have a ride. Oh, perfect. I'm going to summer country myself no. out. Matt, Andy, love you guys. Come on, get to the good part, song. Oh, maybe this one doesn't have a good part. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> are there good parts all these? Yeah. There Yeehaw. it is. Yeehaw. Oh, Brooks! Oh, Brooks! Brooks! Brooks!
0: What are we gonna do without the summer country? <laughs> little bee,
1: little bur-ba-bee, bur-ba-bee. Okay. Go. Break right, a good. leg. Good work.
2: And with that, there were three.
1: With that, there suddenly were, we're back
2: to just how does it three feel, days. Matt? Huh? <laughs> Running it just two people—it's not as fun, is it?
1: He's like the, the guy who leaves a party and forgets his uh, backpack and goes back in the party. He has to come back and yeah. say goodbyes
2: again. Yeah, I hate awkward. that moment. Oh, I see you guys uh, for real this time. I see, I'm see. i going to go.
1: <laughs> I've lost three backpacks and two of them had computers in them because I didn't have the uh, heart to break my exit <laughs> mojo.
0: You know what? That was a perfect goodbye. I just said I didn't need that pavilion. That's fine. Let's leave behind the HP. Man, it just feels like the energy has been sucked out of the back patio now. Has Like so it? much Why? space. Because Brooks is gone, Brooks left. There's no more acrid smells in space. All right, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, we'll there catch we on the flip side. I gotta take yep. I'll see you guys later. Yep. Catch yep. on the flip see side.
2: Guys. Hey, Matt, I'll talk to you later,
1: dude.
0: <laughs> Robert, you're really on the same show as he is?
1: Yeah, I really am. It's six to eight. I don't. I, I didn't realize it was six. I assumed it was Ten. Well, and then I hoped it was nine or eight, and then I look on that invitation before I came over here, and I said six. What time Especially you see those goofballs?
0: If this has to be an abbreviated one, so be it. But yeah, let us know when you have to go. We'll no, uh,
1: I'll be all right. I'll wander over there. Nice. I'm a wanderer. Nice. I come in a little late. Does you know enhances your your uh, your cred? I think to wander in a little late. That's uh, have are,
0: a, around town they call it Bushemi time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. So, I, Matt, do you want to do the next story? Or yeah. I mean?
3: Well, here's here's a. Interesting one. This is this is mathematics uh, as applied to archaeology. Um, so the Dashur Royal Necropolis in Egypt, uh, which was apparently once had, like this fantastic, amazing site, uh, provided King Snefu,
1: which is Sneferu. S- snef sneferu. <laughs> sneferu. Yeah, yeah. He's oh. my fourth favorite one of those.
3: <laughs> oh really? Yeah. No, he seems pretty. He seems like a dude. Um, so like. Uh, So he laid the ground for his son, uh, Khufu, to build the Great Pyramid of Giza, but he built lots of pyramids himself. Uh, But most of what he built has been wiped away after four and a half thousand years of neglect and decay. Um, Here's how they've worked out where developments have and haven't happened. This is a new technique they use. They're using fractals because the coastal areas the river networks carve fractal patterns around the land mm. that persist long after the rivers have moved on. Oh. And, and fractals, I don't know how many of our listeners are wet, but the deal with fractals is, like, the level of detail is recreated as you zoom in. Right. So, you know, from a dist- right from a distance, it's like it looks like a sort of branching kind of tree-type pattern, but then you zoom in on one of those branches and you'll see a smaller branching tree-type oh, pattern. Oh, the and then same, you zoom- exact same pattern. And then you- yeah, or, not, I mean, I think in this case not necessarily because it's not, because uh, natural... Fractal, but they look similar. They look, um, uh, maybe they do. Like they has, that doesn't seem right because it's natural. Um, but yeah, they—you zoom in, you zoom in, you zoom in, and you you keep seeing the same these same patterns. Uh-huh. Uh, where wow. there's been development, where there's been artificial development, a civilization that's since been wiped out, that pattern doesn't exist. Because so what, it's
0: not random enough. Or it's not. It's not the yeah, natural. So it's not, yeah, it's yeah. not
3: yeah. that natural fractal pattern. So what they've done. With the untrained eye, you couldn't see it, but what they've done is they've started sort of scanning these and analyzing them mathematically, and because of that, they're they're able to build up a picture or build up a pattern of where this civilization once existed and where the development once was. In
1: time. Yeah. Or in space. I mean, they're measuring how long ago it existed, or where exactly the floor was here, and yeah, the wall can, was here. They can kind of know that.
3: Well, it's, it's not just floor and wall. This is like whole city. This is massive. Oh, okay. This is a whole right, huge gotcha. area. Yeah, but yeah. they don't know where it spread to, and where, which bits were developed, and which. So bits you look for
1: to. the break in fractal, and the and to look for the absence of the natural the order, order, which of the which would natural, natural fractal, fractal so order. Brooks is
3: calling. <laughs> Perfect. What does he have to say? Hey, Brooks. Hey man, I had to take off. I'll see you guys. Okay, man. Okay, I'll see you soon. Okay. Okay. Cool. Thanks, man. Thanks, brooks. Thanks for calling. <laughs> okay. Cool. Thanks, man. Thanks. That's cool. All right. See All right
1: bye. <laughs> He's a champ. He's a the champ. Best. A the champion best.
0: wiener. Yep. And he is. Hmm. You know what that reminds right. me of, actually? Um, have you heard of Benford's law? Yes. Have we talked about that on the podcast? I don't know if we have talked about this on the podcast. But... Have you heard of this? No. Right? No. It's 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 also called the first digit law, which states that in lists of numbers from many real life sources of data, the leading digit is distributed in a specific non uniform way, and uh, the first digit is one about thirty percent of the time. No. Yeah. So that yeah. you can look for people cheating on their taxes by looking at leading digits, and if the, if one is not the most common.
3: Because if you try, yeah, people try it. If people kind of write what they think are random numbers down for their tax form, right? They kind of go like one, twenty-five, hundred, sixty-four. um in the grand distribution of things, the the lower the leading number is, the more likely it is to come up. Uh, you can see why if you think about it. Um, the easiest explanation I've heard is just if you think about let's think about raffle tickets or something. So you got you're counting raffle tickets into a into a pile. So you got how many how many tickets are in the raffle? Say there are nine. So you have got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. What's the uh, what's the distribution of how common the first digit is? Well, it's all even. Uh, then, as you're That's putting right. more tickets in, so the next one's ten. So now there's two with one starting. The next one's eleven. So now there's three with one starting. Uh... Go, the next one's twelve. The next one's 12, and so on, and right up to right up to nineteen. When you're up to nineteen, there's ten times more one digit than there are any others. Then as go, the lead digit. Yeah, then you go to 20 and then and then then two, and then two becomes more common. As yeah, you but, once you up go up but, but once, once you go yeah, up to 1,000 then they all appear. This, but the, yeah, but, but, but then you get you go, to 100 But then you go even. up to 1,000 and then it becomes uh, 999 and then it's even again and then the next thing you do is 1,000 and then for the next 1,000 of them the leading digit is 1. But then
0: when you hit 10,000 it's even. Again. That's not the best way to describe it. reason then when you
3: get to when you get to you know so as you keep
1: counting anything So only when you're at that exact digit that flips them all to the same only when you're at that exact 10,000 or 100,000 no, only if you think, then is there even distribution if you think about but anything more than that it 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 weighs well, to no, the of digits no it,
3: it, it evens out no no like at best at best it's even like at absolute best say there's 999 right. tickets in the pot at that's the best situation when you have got less than 1000 where every that every, would be leading, exactly e- every every leading leading digit, digit is equally is distributed represented
1: equally. right yeah right uh, that, but it's almost never that. Yeah, before, it's one before, before, 90.
3: before that, you know, the nines are less well d- represented. Before that, the eights are less well represented. Before gotcha. that, the seven. Gotcha. And, and so on. So if you average it out across any number, whatever oh, yeah. order of magnitude, you're most likely to have numbers that begin with one, and you're next most likely to have numbers that begin with two, just and you're least likely to have descending. numbers that begin with, with nine.
0: But again, it doesn't apply to all sources of data. It applies to a lot of things like, uh, I'm looking at just a Wikipedia article on it right now, electricity bills, street addresses, stock prices death rates lengths of rivers but i mean i think those things length happen of, to be
1: genitalia male of genitalia. genitalia but well, those things thing i think would
0: be logarith- logarithmically distributed and that's why this, this would apply right no
3: because, i think it, it it applies within within any kind of set of data as long as it's not really concentrated within a certain order of magnitude like if you look at you know if you look at say someone's height in uh in feet and inches then like or it height or in centimeters, centimeters it's, then it's yeah you know someone's height in centimeters most people is their height is going to begin with one with one because most people are between, are between 100 a and 200 two centimeters yeah.
1: shit fire
3: man oh, yeah. actually well one or two like quite a few people are dude to,
1: I got I follow what you're saying that's fascinating Benford's but yeah if law. it's something like you know, that's Benford's law
3: yeah if it's something like a, you know a gas bill where it can be in any number of um or orders of magnitude and what, and it fairly even distributed from person to person then right. yeah general. if you put them all down you count them all up You'll find the number one far better represented as the, as the leading number. Is one
0: and, and nine is five percent of the time. nine's is the leading number. Mm. So if you're falsifying, yeah, if you're if you're fake, if you're your fa- tax so
1: records, the, 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 the takeaway for the listeners is: if you're going to cheat, just start with a one. Yes, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah it's, that's one of the ways people are very humans are quite bad at faking randomness. Like the other thing, yeah. other thing, humans. You should
1: see me dance, though. <laughs>
0: It's a very reasonable quite, facsimile of randomness. That's I think it's probably actually quite plausibly. a good way
3: to generate <laughs> yeah. random numbers. Like if you dance without really knowing where you're going, and you've got numbers laid out on the floor, that actually would be pretty random.
0: Work, yeah. Could whereas be.
3: humans, humans in general, are, p- are very bad at knowing what is random. Like for example, if you if you have a proper random set of numbers, patterns emerge all the time. Right. Like you might get the number three like five times in a row in a in a long set of random uh-huh. numbers. Whereas if you're Trying to write random numbers, you wouldn't tend to do that. You wouldn't suddenly put two fours in the middle. No, you would not. Yeah. Whereas that kind of thing, that kind of thing often happens. Or
1: spell out. You know how you can do. You can can, can do. You can do eight zero zero eight five, and it spells (laughs) boobs. Yeah, that does. (laughs) If you were doing a random, you wouldn't do that, but. Old Mother Nature, or Mother Random, or whatever it is—you once in a while you come across a boobs. This is a this is and then sorry, it's party time me. in the middle of this endless string of digits. Wasn't did, there a story did last you hear week about, with the Microsoft yes. code? Yeah,
3: you're finding this as I'm yeah. looking it up
0: right now. Yeah, because uh, Microsoft where, got in a little bit of trouble for a, a developer just put in a piece of code. It was. I just... love
1: when they do that. There are per- stories like this periodically, aren't there? Yep. Let's
0: see. It was. Wait, wait, it was. It was just two. Um, it was eight hexadecimal digits. And Those it was sort of
3: spelled out boobies. It, yeah, spelled baby. Big, it spelled
0: big
1: boobs. I want to party. <laughs> I was, want a party uh, with that programmer. Yeah. It says here big boobs. <laughs> yes, that's that guy needs a raise. But
0: yeah, the um. And previously, Microsoft used the string, the hex string, b zero zero b one three five or boobies to non-programmers. But yeah, big boobs was the latest thing that they found in some yeah, code. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess
1: it was hex B one six B zero zero B five when it looks like. Big not boots. a lot of consolations to that life, to creating that code. No, no. I say party once in a while, boys.
0: Yeah, you gotta live it up if you're a programmer. Once in a while, I don't even know why it's even taken off as a story because it's so non controversial but uh but the bedford's law thing reminds me of this really interesting fact that i read about rivers which isn't quite related but it's just surprising when you find it out did you know that every river beyond a certain length if you could the ratio of the length the river traverses to the length from the start to finish just a straight line between them is always the same what is that, what? Ratio? And that ratio is pi over two no, always,
2: always. No,
1: yes, because no. a
0: river as it starts to bend. Why? How? Who we, made I'll you explain, agree on I'll that? Exp- it's just true. Look at the length of any river, and you—it's—it's it's true because as a river carves, um, eventually rivers short circuit themselves, and you end up with like oxbow lakes. But you know, because as as rivers meander more, they carve out those curves even more deeply. So uh, over time, a river goes from being straight to being extremely windy, and those winds get to the point they become full circles and then short circuit themselves. So it's a constant uh, progress, constant uh, growth shit. from straight to being completely circular. So the average is that a river is constantly semicircle, 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 because the ratio of a diameter to ha- to a semicircle is pi over two, right? Because there are of- pi diameters in a circle. There's pi over two in half a circle. So basically every
3: river on average is just going half circle half circle half circle hang on wait wait isn't it two pi
1: radians in a circle two pi radius
0: but it's pi diameters in a circle so there's pi over two diameters in a half circle so yeah every river is piled with
1: real. To- so yeah. now what is the physical force that is causing them to behave um all consistently with each it's other? It's just
0: the fact that as water goes around the edges of a river that starts to have uh, something carved out, that water going around the edges traveling faster and is constantly eroding more of that more of that bend yeah. in the river. And so eventually it short circuits and cuts itself that well, little I got thing that cuts part off but from- I, I guess I'm asking so it's always going
3: between... So what happens is, there's a, there's a small amount of a bend in the river. Maybe there was a bit of sediment on one side that pushes it to the right. Right. So, wa- more, so water tends to get pushed out to the right. And as it gets pushed out like that, it starts to carve deeper and deeper into the right-hand bank and become more and more curved. Gotcha. And because the water's flowing s- quicker on the outside, it carves more. And on the inside of the bend, the water's flowing so- slower, so it deposits more sediment. Right. So, so that curve becomes more and more pronounced. But eventually, once, it, as Andy was saying, once it becomes too pronounced, once it becomes too steep, it bend... Just,
1: the water says, "Hey, hey, why are we going all that long way yeah, around? Let's just like go a, right on through." A
3: little trickle of water manages to escape, manages yes. to just cut the corner, and then, and then it, that it little takes,
1: trickle that escapes, that little trickle that escapes through the middle, yeah, that's what I am artistically. <laughs>
3: yep, I like you've, it. Le- you've left Oxbow Lakes worth of audiences in your wake. <laughs>
1: What is this word
3: oxbow lakes? Oxbow lake that's, is if
0: you look at this picture right here, see as a river starts to carve out more and more, uh-huh. it becomes a full circle and then that that circle gotcha. eventually gets cut off the, the river short circuits itself. Oh, and then behind, that's an,
1: that's the circle yeah. is called I don't an know oxbow why it's called lake. an oxbow
3: lake. I don't know whether it's the shape of an oxbow whatever that is. Well, yeah, it, sure. yeah. Well, sure. We'll that you
1: shoot is big enough to shoot and kill an ox maybe? Maybe. But yeah, that could be it. Yeah, do oxbow. But whatever Surks it is, so
3: this oh, kind of second. this curved bit that was once the river and is gotcha. now being
1: bypassed and is just
3: left by itself because it's sort of been closed off suddenly becomes a little mini curvy lake that, went, that was the shape of what was once the oh, part of the shit. river.
1: And what about the fish that are caught in the oxbow lake? They just they can't do laps, they can only do two, three quarter
3: laps. That's exactly it. Yeah, so they, they, sometimes they get cut off from the rest of their fish family. It's like when the wall went
1: up in Eastern and Western Europe. Mm-hmm, exactly. like, it's like
3: you it's like your family divided
1: in berlin and then when they get back together again uh do the fish in the in the free running stream uh get pissed off that the economy and the oxbow is so weak and they're gonna have to carry their <laughs> totally because they're like because they're so much more affluent and they're gonna have to put up
3: with like graffiti exactly. and, uh, and hunt exactly. crime and they accuse them of being you know all, all less educated yeah. and savages in yeah. some way
1: probably and, yeah. all of europe wants to just let greece go off and be its own oxbow lake <laughs> yep financially
0: uh, the word "Oxbow." Let's see. I'm looking this up. Um, oh, in, in Australia, they're referred to as billabongs. That's what that word means. I didn't oh, know a billabong is an Oxbow Lake. Um, yeah, it's, it's called an Oxbow Lake for the distinctive curved shape, named after part of a yoke for oxen.
1: So, yeah, it is. Oh, a yoke. Oh, so the thing they put on the things neck. Right. Yeah.
0: But you know, what? I was while you were talking, I was looking up to see if this pi over two thing is actually true, and. I might have just heard it and repeated it. I'm not finding it online so if someone wants to just uh back us up or uh, refute. Or refute, I would yeah.
1: be I would be interested either way. Well, I hadn't thought a to quick me search it's didn't to me it. it's interesting enough to learn that of this phenomena phenomenon where where a, a river meandering. eventually begins to be straight yeah. and then meanders and then the meander becomes unsupportably, limit, yeah. you know, too big of a detour. I mean, I wonder if you could study a similarity with traffic patterns once you send car detours too far out of the way. They the start cutting trickle, the, the, circuit the people themselves? start, well, people who know the way better start saying, I, oh. mean, I can't keep going out. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Cars no. won't indefinitely get detoured. If, if you're from the town, you're going to say, wait a minute, why don't I just take maple I and wonder. boom, boom, and there you are. I
0: wonder if anybody's done some kind of psychological experiment to see how crazy of a detour <laughs> you can send people. Like what ratio people will go on like a 20-mile-out-of-the-way detour when they keep seeing other roads that could be
1: taken Yeah, the signs say. That is a great – that was the best that. experiment I was ever uh, given <laughs> in grade school. <laughs>
0: You were set 20 miles out of your way walking yeah, exactly. home from grade school.
1: Well, you know, I, I have like to it. say, I feel like we're in the middle of an experiment in Los Angeles, which is to give us as, as confusing as humanly possible information on the road signs.
0: Yes. It's, uh, in terms of which, which heard, areas, which areas do you think are the worst for that?
1: Well, let's see. Going north on the 405, down, say you're in Venice, approaching Santa Monica, there's a <laughs> sign that says 10 East, and if you take the next exit, you exit onto National Avenue. It's not the 10 East. How dare they? They warn you too early. <laughs> they give you a street sign, and then the next street is not the thing they just told you the next street is going to be. Drives me. F- I've encountered that on surface roads. A and amount. I've heard yeah. that there's a movement afoot. I don't know if this counts as science. It might kind <laughs> no, sure. of. sure. I heard there's a movement afoot to um, be gorilla street correctors and to go in and make them better in the middle of the night. Just
3: like spray paint correct information.
1: Well, I don't know. More spray,
0: probably stencil. Yeah, stencil's probably a better yeah. way of doing
3: it. Or maybe making actual signs and putting them up. You're yeah, having or the just, government. just standing there dressed as a policeman for a while, just directing people.
1: <laughs> That's good, too. Or a beekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think the, the worst. <laughs> I mean, you got it. You They've got to wear a costume. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want them to go to jail for both. You know, disrupt, disrupting the public and way and impersonating an officer. But so if you're a beekeeper, you
3: could be a beekeeper anywhere. There's no is there's no rule Is rule. impersonating a beekeeper, not a crime in any way. It's a sexual crime. <laughs> <laughs>
0: if you walk into an apiary wearing a homemade beekeeping outfit, I feel like I some dress, laws are being broken. I
1: dress as a cop when I
0: walk into an apiary. <laughs> That's
1: actually allowed. That's fine because but like bees bee have
0: cop? no respect for the law, as it turns out. They're no, not they gonna. Don't. Yeah, they don't. Don't respond to that
3: in any way. Do bees get into more trouble, like if they if they sting a police officer? Oh, they do. That's a foolish bee.
0: (laughs) Now, if you if if you are a bee who is an undercover police officer, if someone asks you if you're a police officer, (laughs) you have to you have to tell them. Even if you're currently dressed as a bee. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. an (laughs) undercover, just like a full size adult human in a bee costume trying to like
3: infiltrate. (laughs) We've discussed this before. I'm I'm sure. I love this nonsense idea that people have that an undercover police oh, officer yeah. get, <laughs> like it, like the one me. code word that breaks their spell. <laughs> just, are you a policeman? <laughs> God, you got me. It's been five if I don't years yes, in deep it's undercover. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just not the case. <laughs> it
1: makes no sense. <laughs> It's, I, I love that. I well, also if you're love a that. waiter? What if you have a different profession? Are you a waiter? You don't have to tell people <laughs> if you're not wearing your waiter uniform. Yeah. I should have picked a profession with a more distinctive costume. Yeah.
3: You have to tell him if you're a waiter, otherwise it's entrapment. <laughs> right. You can't offer someone food. Or, As an undercover waiter, right?
1: <laughs> or if somebody's not, or if somebody's a, a lifeguard and they're not wearing their speedo, they still have to cop to being a lifeguard. Yeah, well, and actually, then they have to change into their speedo if you catch them.
0: Yeah, don't you have some kind of?
1: <laughs> I've gotten a lot of dates that way.
0: <laughs> I think you do have a legal obligation to help in a first aid scenario if you're trained, though. Is that not true? Well, depends what you mean tra- by help. I mean, if, if I believe if you're a trained, um, I mean, if you're a first responder. If, I don't know. If, I don't know if simply being trained in CPR is enough to obligate you to do something, but I think there are situations when your training would actually require that you intervene when something happens just out in public. If somebody is, uh, you know, is yeah. having a heart attack or something, or uh, you know, dying and bleeding. Well, the street. I
1: was a, I was on, I was a um, member of our cheerleading squad in high school, and if anybody needs encouragement on the street. I'm obligated you to give, them a, give to. them a cheer really yeah What's an so example, it's like similar I,
0: if, if someone on the streets having just a bad like just like emotionally like a low point in their day what kind of
1: oh I've seen all kinds of stuff I'll see a construction worker off sitting on himself looks like he's been kind of excluded from the other, other, other construction workers maybe he's of a different race and they're making fun of his lunch or something like that I'll go over and compose a spontaneous cheer built around his cuisine and how much his people care about him and how he should get over there and be proud out of his heritage and his skills as a construction That's a big man. responsibility you've got yeah. there. Well, it's, it's in our code.
3: Were you aware you were taking on such a big responsibility when you sign up to it as a child, though? Because that's something I mean, As a-, a child,
1: you <laughs> sign up to be a cheerleader as a small child. Well, you're indoctrinated into it gradually over time. Yeah. It takes time to become the- a true cheerleader. It's like being a Cub Scout. Like, every Cub Scout doesn't become an Eagle Scout. But once you're an Eagle Scout, you've got to take the stuff seriously. So if right. you make it through 18 and you're still a cheerleader, well, you've got to cheer for uh, Jose over there. Right, I can see that.
0: Make him feel good about the torta he brought with him?
3: Yeah. Do you you have... You come from a proud lineage, my man. (laughs) And it's
0: totally... It's um, not even in a cheerish sort of rhyming scheme. It's just kind of like inspirational speech. Well, a lot of it
1: is acting. You have to do his voice. And you have to know the difference between (laughs) all the various... Now, this is important. You have to know the difference between the uh, accents of all the the various... What we call them in our field is the Hispanicas. Right. In the cheering field? In the cheering field. That's... So we have to say, Jose, you're from Guatemala. You're be pride. And he says, is it the are Scottish you a Scottish?" Yeah. Then, it, then, it, it, well, the thing is, his grandmother. And you have to know, you get a case file on each of these mother, <laughs> each of these motherfuckers. You get a case file, and this guy Again. happened to have some Scott in his lineage.
3: Wow, that's gonna be it. Like before it was all computerized, that's a lot of files you have to take around with
1: you. It's I have. They give you a big backpack.
0: The, the cheering commission. Yes. So, the cheering so you're commission. just out <laughs> the CC. You're trying to get things done in your life. You've got you've got appointments to make. You've got things to do. But you see a crying construction worker eating lunch alone. You got to pull the
1: dossier out of the backpack. You know what? Set aside ten minutes right there. You got I have one watchword in my life: service. <laughs> 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 I would pay a lot to
0: see. This in action to see a recreation. of.
1: Well, you know, doctors act like they're so effing important. Oh, I have to. Oh, oh, it's such an inconvenience. I have to go save a life in front of everyone and be declared a saint. Well, screw you. OK, I have an English degree. I do things that are useful, too. I know where your comma shouldn't be. You know, maybe I'm not able to help you if you collapsed on the frickin' aisle, you idiot, and got run over by the drinks cart, Mr. Champion's doctor that gets everybody to all impressed all the time gets laid HJs by the, you know, cute um stewardesses back in the behind that curtain. What do you think's happening back there? It's the doctors getting their uh, grat- gratuity, you know, gratitude HJs. <laughs> But I have my contributions, too. I can cheer. We're all part of this marvelous tapestry that is
0: that is society. You that's know? right. Like only one of, it, 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 just because you can't uh, sew up a broken heart, a literally broken heart, doesn't mean you can't mend a figuratively broken one. That's correct. That's every bit is important. That's, it
1: is more important. Possibly. Yeah. Yes, that's right.
0: <laughs> Anyhow, so we should get back to science at some point, although I could do this all day. Um, I want to talk about something that might be up your alley, Robert. As you mentioned earlier, you're a fan of biology, and um, this is uh, an article... It came to us courtesy of the dog that's barking in the background. Um, Let's see, where was this actually done? I'm not sure, but anyhow, silencedaily.com teaches us that uh, we have produced the first complete computer model of an organism. So in a breakthrough effort for computational biology, the world's first complete computer model of organism has been completed. Uh, Stanford Research, that's what it is, Stanford, boom, Stanford researchers reported last week in the journal Cell uh, unrelated to the Jennifer Lopez vehicle. Um, this team used um, data from more than 900 scientific papers to account for every molecular interaction that takes place in the life cycle of mycoplasma genitalium, hello, uh, the world's yeah, smallest yeah. free-living bacterium.
3: Yeah, maybe your microgenitalium <laughs> is the smallest. <laughs> uh,
0: too easy.
1: So- yeah,
3: maybe your is too easy. <laughs> That's
1: my rap name, too easy.
0: I like it.
3: Mine's just Matthew. <laughs> it's not as good. Is that bad? It's not as strong.
0: No, no. <laughs> Has
3: anyone done that though? Just amongst just general. Robert DJ Ravis?
1: Bartholomew.
3: <laughs> no no D- no even DJ or MC or anything like that. Just like, you yeah, know, Steven. Just Kevin. I like it. <laughs> I do like that.
0: <laughs> Eric. <laughs> you know, we need Brooks right now to do a little quick let's pretend I'm uh Okay. Let's go around the table. Uh favorite favorite nineties
3: hip hop star, Matt. Uh Like, Will Smith, the Fresh
0: Prince,
1: obviously. He's
0: the
3: only one, right? Yep, yep.
1: Yeah. Robert? MC Jackhammer Spade.
0: MC Jackhammer Spade. Nice. I appreciate that. I am not going to list one because I am going to embarrass myself with whatever I say. There's no right answer. Anyhow. uh, No right answer. There's only a true answer. There's only a true answer. I guess my true answer for 90s hip hop, I don't know. I guess, who didn't like Tupac, I guess. I don't know. Sure. That was fine. Actually, I, like, I remember the Puff Daddy Mace days, their heyday of Hype Williams videos with those fisheye lenses and stuff. That was fun. Yeah, remember the fisheyes, yeah. Sampling all the stuff. Remember the the, the the sampling Zeppelin song for that stupid Godzilla reboot? Oh, yeah, I do. With Matthew Broderick. It's a dark time for music. So anyhow, so uh, this Stanford team, um, they fulfilled a longstanding goal for their field. Not only does the model they created of this organism um, allow researchers to address questions that aren't practical to examine. Otherwise, it also represents a stepping stone towards the use of computer-aided design in bioengineering and medicine. What do you think about that, Robert? Does complete, completing a complete model, completing, complete, completing a computer model of an organism, how does that make you feel?
1: I think Jesus would oppose it. Yeah. I think it's humans playing God. <clears throat> I think we should let Mother Nature be Mother Nature. And I think this is the equivalent of raising zombies, and it's against <laughs> scripture. Maybe
3: Jesus would find people playing God a kind of homage. You know, that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, because imitation like being that. the
0: sincerest form.
3: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, maybe like you know, when Jesus was a kid and people were playing God, and his dad would come into the dead and be like, "Yeah, I still got it." Yeah, exactly.
1: It's like a friend. And of my- Jesus would be pleased that we don't do it as well as they do. Oh yeah, it makes yeah. him feel better at how much better he does it. Oh, yeah, like, look at those cute little humans trying with a little computerized <laughs> organism. his say so, so your dad
3: was a fireman, and then one day he caught you like wearing a little kid fireman hat and with a pretend hose, <laughs> yeah, just like <laughs> exactly. in the garden. And everyone's like, oh, he wants to be like his daddy. Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah, cute. we think it's cute. We think Jesus thinks it's cute. Or it's now, like, what was that the question? That was the question. Yeah. Answers the question's been answered. No, so wait, I don't understand what are, are we talking about a theoretical model of, uh, of a uh, Just, wh- basically
0: wh- this this model would be able to mimic every Every interaction that have everything that happens in the life cycle of this entire organism, oh. like it would model every aspect of it down to the molecular but level. But it
1: doesn't exist in a in a physical form. It wouldn't be it's a, hard, purely a
0: But it's pure. But it's complete representation. It's, I mean, be It's a complete, uh, but it's
1: conceptual or 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 software or something. So
3: this thing's. So I'm already thinking this thing's almost like a sort of a a black box where like you can predict like anything you do to the real organism, you can type into the computer, oh. you can program it to the computer, and it'll tell you how oh. to react.
1: Presumably anyway. it is that, that is Hey, true. I can that. I did that years ago I did it for a frog Poke the frog with a stick It'll jump <laughs> This is true Yeah, but it
3: only did that one function, didn't it? It only did Yeah, a- so what? What's your point? <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't even know why they gave this Yeah, they gave this really <laughs> shitty <laughs> organism
1: <laughs> Club it see, Hit it over with a head With a, uh, it'll, with it'll a club splat.
3: Okay, now we got two Now we're up to two functions uh-huh. <laughs> How many do they have? Seven Big
0: deal. We got two without even spending any money on computers. Yeah, we got two real solid pieces of data. Um, So this this organism they chose to model, the Mycoplasma genitalium, is a humble parasitic bacterium known mainly for showing up uninvited in human urogenital and respiratory tracts. So, yeah, let's definitely spend a lot of time modeling this dude on our computers. Um, Soon
1: you learn you can like just have a computer in your genitals rather than this <laughs> thing. So they, they, get, they how do how does this thing get transmitted? People sneeze into each other's crotches. That's what yeah. it sounds like. It's exactly. I, I don't. know.
0: would Well, it just called it a sexually transmitted parasite. So, uh, but it doesn't really go into the details of why it's uh, of what it does that's shitty for us. It just talked about the fact that it's a pretty simple. Genetically, it's pretty simple. Right. It only has five hundred twenty-five genes, as opposed to E. Coli, a, for instance, has four thousand two hundred eighty-eight. It's
1: a peripheral lurker.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a very simple little guy, so we thought we'd completely model it, and
1: uh, success. They did it. So Good for um, them.
0: Right. I'm not sure what the Anything direct... we can do
1: to put God out of business, I'm all for.
0: Exactly, exactly. Um, let's see. This uh, this sort of uh, bio-CAD computer-aided design could also lead to enticing medical advances, especially in the field of personalized medicine, um, but these applications are a long way off, as they always are in all these stories, but uh, it's potentially... Leading towards the new human genome project, they were saying. And it's going to take a really large community effort to get close to a human model. But someday.
1: Shit, I could do it in like a weekend. Yeah, me, I, I'm, not a, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. me enough. Poke it with a stick and it'll <laughs> jump. Works for humans too. This is true. There, that took me three seconds.
3: I guess the real issue is going to be like, can you be sure if you poke it with one stick, it'll jump? But if you poke it with a different stick, it might do something different.
0: Will it jump in the same way will it will be a different kind of thing?
3: So You're telling me we have to map out every one of these possibilities? You have to even, not just the different types of Scientists stick, have a lot of
1: time on their hands, don't they? But this also different weird.
3: angles that you poke angles with Angles and well. torques. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, that's 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 the big issue that science faces. <laughs> it's the big challenge.
1: The stick the stick, poking stick angle, angle? Stick poking humans angle and I'll, frogs. Part of this was, there
0: was a revolutionary study done, I believe it was in the 1970s, Um at MIT where they did actually prove that the um the angle of the dangle is inversely proportional to the heat of the meat.
1: <laughs>
0: that <laughs> that's, that's been You know what that is actually true. That is. Yeah. No joking around, guys. This is this is a science podcast first, a yeah. comedy podcast second. Yeah. Distant distant second.
3: So, um, so, do you have something for us, Matt? I got I got another science story, so this thing's pretty interesting and potentially great as long as it doesn't get fucked up. Um so they've discovered this massive, huge aquifer, this massive uh, newly discovered water source in Namibia, which is the driest country in sub-Saharan Africa. Um, and they found this massive aquifer that could supply the north of the country for 400 years <gasps> at current rates of consumption. Wow. And they, they say mm. the water's up to 10,000 years old, but cleaner to drink than many modern sources. Oh, my goodness. But here, here's what What's, could... Sorry, what are you going to say? Go ahead. Well, here's what could what could fuck it because uh, apparently the 800,000 people who live in the area depend for their drinking water on this 40-year-old canal that brings scarce resource uh, brings water fro- across the border from Angola so they're trying to find other sources they're trying to find other ways of renewing water um this thing could last for centuries as long as um drilling doesn't ruin it because apparently mm-hmm. there's a smaller salty aquifer and obviously salt water is bad that'll taint that sits the thing. just above it so they're, they're clearly worried that unauthorized companies and unauthorized individuals are uh, going to start wearing free water and just drilling mm, straight through the salty one. And,
1: and then they puncture the integument between the two or whatever. And
3: then salt water flows into the into the fresh water, fresh water flows, flows into the salt water. Yeah, and then you scr- and then ruin, you've just
1: ruin the whole thing. You just kill. got a
0: brackish aquifer at that point, yeah. and that's no good.
1: Brackwifer. That was uh, the name of my, I lost my virginity to a brackwifer. <laughs>
3: That's my favorite Santana album. <laughs> a Braquifer? That was a good wow. You lost your virginity to the person that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the album that.
1: Amazing. So, so I, you know what? I'm going to ask you a question here. What's, a, what's an aquifer? Thank you for asking. I didn't have to ask. A
3: uh, big underground water thing. Supply. But, supply.
0: How is it different from just a. Uh, like so a, whenever you whenever you make a
3: well, you're tapping into an aquifer? I believe so. That's the case? Oh, okay. I think it just means underground water. No. Fair enough. That's easy. Because, yeah, the aqueduct is water going through
0: well, something. I got the and... aqua. Yeah, we figured we that. We figured the aqua. aqua, aqua but what's it then?
1: What's it first? Damn, I was going to that. Beeped, that's what I was going to say. Robert.
0: <laughs> we got to
1: right. go on the road together with this thing, huh? Yeah, we, we gotta bring, <laughs> Just <laughs> we'll drive them out of it. Bring it to the out of the comedy clubs. <laughs> but yeah, this leaving is leaving in
3: droves. This is. they reckon it could act as a natural buffer for up to fifteen years of drought
1: which is pretty. You know what? How do we freaking? How really do we keep? How do we keep that saltwater thing? Can't we dra- can they drain that? Right. That's can't know. they? Pre- can they preemptively?
3: I'd imagine and, there's a lot uh, of that, and it's probably supporting stuff as well that's above it. So. Yeah. Rob, right what's that man you
1: can't just drain it, or, or the bland above will collapse into it, or something. Is that what you mean?
3: Yeah, I don't know, but it does seem like. I think these things are. I mean, if this thing's got 400 years worth of water supply, it's probably pretty big,
1: yeah. I guess. Yeah, but the thing above it, it doesn't say the thing above it, the saltwater bladder pouch. It doesn't have. It didn't say 400 years, but it's. Maybe that's like a two month pouch yeah. there, you know I mean? It's just like a get little... Get some straws and get some kids to start sucking.
0: <laughs> just do
1: the uh, do some There'll Be Blood on it, yeah. Yeah, do some There'll Be Blood on it. All you need is a garden hose, stick that in there, and then put the bottom of the garden hose at a lower level, and it'll drain out of its own accord. <laughs> siphon a out yep. the aquifer. Siphon that, the, siphon silver silver the silver salt silver. aquifer and protect the freshwater aquifer in Namibia. That's the, my bumper sticker because I'm a political activist. to fit
0: on a bumper. I don't but know you know what? the dimensions we're looking at for this. <laughs> that's going to be a really it's small font.
1: I'm worried. Two cars have to drive okay, parallel yeah. to each other. So what is it again? I'm worried. Drain to the slay. salt water. Namibian, drain the salt water aquifer above and preserve the integument below the, uh, or above the um, freshwater, freshwater one, because it'll last them 400 years at current rates of consumption, which must, by the way, not be very high rates. Is this like still on the sticker? Like a full every, every month per uh, citizen. Right, Because yes. they're getting by in the middle of no water. So. See, I, I'm, I'm worried so Four hundred words for, for years for Namibia is not like 400 years for, uh, you know... For, uh, and this is all on the Michigan. sticker. This is all on the one sticker, bumper sticker. Listen, now we're going to have a caravan right. <laughs> of
3: cars. See, here's what's worrying me, Robert. I'm worried that the size of the vehicle that you're going to need to fit all that on the sticker on the back is going to outweigh any environmental <laughs> positives. <laughs> mm, That's
1: the problem. <laughs> yeah. It's all a trade-off. It's going to be a bicycle-powered bumper-haver oh, okay. okay. machine.
3: Okay. But
0: then the biker riding it is going to become very thirsty at the size of this thing. He's going to be consuming uh, so much fresh water. and your rates he, go he's up. He's probably going to entire... need a support team to go
3: alongside him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and where are they going to drill? Namibia. Oh. Where else are you going to get that water? It's the Namibian water. So uh, are they actually worried about other people, like non-governmental... That's who they were yeah. about drilling and, and, and compromising those and two?
3: Yeah, I believe so.
0: Not the official agencies that would normally drill for water, I guess?
3: Uh...
1: Yeah, I Paradical, think... frickin' and,
3: and, you know, just... Poachers. And even, poachers, even I'd imagine, even sort of government poachers. government contractors, just, you know, inept companies. You know, if BP can manage to...
0: Yeah, yeah. That'd be a big whoops if you suddenly destroyed 400 years' worth of water. That would be...
3: Did I do yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, you know, the BP oil spill was as supposedly professional a company as they come. Right, they right. Are.
0: Doing great things with the coast, you guys, though. The Gulf Coast is coming back. Come back and visit us real soon. Have you even seen the ads for that? Yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) Yep. Um, Let me see if I have another story for us for this week. Um, Oh, yeah. Speaking of um, fuel-related things, ethanol levels in the air over U.S. cities are on the rise. Um, It's not enough to give you a boozy buzz, says uh, newscientist.com, but levels of ethanol in the air... (laughs) The levels of ethanol in the air are on the rise in the U.S. Uh, Environmental legislation has boosted the amount of ethanol containing fuel sold in the U.S., but while plant-derived ethanol is touted for its green credentials, it can oxidize in the atmosphere to form acetaldehyde, acetaldehyde, let's call it acetaldehyde, which can irritate the skin and cause nausea. Joost Degau at the University of Colorado at Boulder analyzed the air over Los Angeles in 2010 and compared it with findings from L.A. and other U.S. cities in
1: 2002. Compared it to the floor of your local tavern.
0: <laughs> and he found that ethanol levels have risen, but that uh, acetaldehyde levels have actually dropped um, and that drop is due to improved vehicle emission standards. So uh vehicles are emitting fewer of the other pollutants in fuel that can also turn into acetaldehyde. Does it say what harm air.
3: just the ethanol in the air can do?
0: It didn't. So uh, maybe I shouldn't have picked this story because uh if the bad stuff isn't even being uh isn't even increasing, then maybe it's not a big deal to have the ethanol doing what it's doing. I don't know.
1: You don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> They're not always gems. Don't look at me, I'm a third base coach. <laughs> Have you ever driven an alternate fuel
0: source car? Um, I've driven a bicycle. That's kind of like that. You never, you ever gotten behind the wheel of a friend's Prius or something? Never tried. Oh, I've out? gotten
1: behind the wheel of a friend's Prius before. Oh, you mean a car? I thought you were speaking metaphorically about a oh, sexual no, 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 act. No. Oh
0: no. <laughs> The alternative fuel source vehicle. Yeah. That's when. Uh, what is that? How does
3: that go again? It's, it's a. It's a hybrid, isn't it? Is that, it's a, it's a, it's a hybrid is, sex act. She was a hybrid, all right. <laughs> yeah, there's She's two a, bits of it that go. A mule. One takes over from the other at times. And
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
3: And she has regenerative braking. This is. This is <laughs> through. This doesn't work anymore as an analogy.
1: <laughs> regenerative braking. <laughs> I'm just trying to. Imagine. Yeah, oh, okay. I have pictures go. in my head that I'm not going to describe about A polka Ford. dot bikini bottom. Yeah.
0: So no, you have never owned a uh, you never owned a Prius, but you've no, drive, driven one. I've been in them. They're too. They're too dangerous with
1: the silent golf cart approach noise. You well, can't. Well, you know they say blind people have trouble at intersections. Yeah. Which, hello, blind people have trouble at intersections already. Didn't they're, they they're start when they can't hear? Yeah. I thought they, when they started can't hear with your golf
3: cart Prius. Didn't then, they start with electric cars? Just adding artificial engine noises for that exact reason. <laughs> oh, did they really? No,
1: did, no, tell me they did not do that. I, I hadn't they heard had not that. That might
3: have been in Japan where they were doing that. that was like a little, real, It's, like, like it's like just like the, word. the word
1: "vroom" on a voiceover. <laughs> vroom, <laughs> yes. vroom, 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 vroom. Ah, ah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's, it's, they,
1: they Who's getting that work, Dave? Cross, Michael, Michael, sure. Winslow. Michael Winslow. Michael Winslow. That's exactly. all he's doing now is just
0: he's doing voiceover. Voice hey, uh, uh,
1: that good? They call it a pre, Prius voiceover money. Just
3: imagine them working <laughs> That's out the real show out in money. The office, just well, we could, we could just you know tape record a real, <laughs> an actual engine, or we could get in the guy from Police Academy. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll just sat around like, Now do a gun. Yeah. Now do a coffee machine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now do a gun hitting a coffee machine.
0: <laughs> oh Michael Winslow. What's he up to these days? He's, he's still touring. He's touring, yeah, I touring. Yeah, like oh, yeah. touring.
3: He's done the UK quite a few times recently. He did the Edinburgh Festival last year. He's a, him and him and his wife. Nice. She, what does he's his his wife do? she's his oh. manager. She's his manager. And they yeah, they're a lovely couple. Are they? And he's and he's still doing the same act, but like people love it. He still does Hendrix. He still if it does. If the broke, yeah. Should get him on? We should get him on the show. Let's do it. Of course,
0: <laughs> you can. As with anybody who's uh, a name, whenever someone brings him up, if you can do it, certainly. If we can get Robert Plant, <laughs> fuck Brooks. <laughs> we're gonna do it. If I'm we still can gonna, get gonna him, go it, out on a limb here and not.
3: say Michael Winslow is. Tr- like, easier to get than get Robert Plant. Think it's more yeah, than the lead singer
0: Led Zeppelin?
1: I don't know. I think.
3: He could do his... Have you seen his Robert Plant impression? I'd imagine he does a good Robert Plant impression. It's actually... His it, Hendrix is remarkable. Yeah, yeah. It's actually really What does good.
1: he do? The guitar? He Sounds. does the guitar
3: and, and the, some of the singing
0: do as well. Do, do,
1: do, do, yeah. do, 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 do. Wow, that was also good, though. Oh. Thank you. Well, I've been honing my chops.
0: That was Hey Joe from Robert Buscemi. <laughs> was that what <laughs> no, it was? No, it Purple Haze. Oh. <laughs> But um, no. Speaking of the the sound effect, though, I mean, but wouldn't the cheapest option, of course, just to be to put a baseball card in the spoke of your uh,
1: of your automobile, of right? your Prius, yeah, yeah. yeah. or a little good. horn on the on the outside, <laughs> here, here, a hand squeezer, Like <laughs> look, yeah, on the blind people, yeah. get out of the way. <laughs>
0: Like, whenever it drops below 20 miles an hour, it just on a loop plays
1: La Cucaracha. (laughs) You can't stop it. (laughs) Those are always (laughs) syncopated wrong. The horns that. They can't get the rhythm right. They can't get the rhythm right. What's up with that? What is up with that? Every time you hear that, it's like. (laughs) It just isn't quite right. You're like, I appreciate it. I get it. It's fun. It's summer. It's a little showbiz move. You're, you you installed the special horn, we're entertained, but why can't it be, and they're missing a I'm note. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what it is? It comes in real heavy on that descent. It's like <laughs> 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 It's like, why is the end part the main part now? Like, you know? get like a MIDI control <laughs> synthesizer, like an authentic. Yeah, you know, I mean, how hard is it to make a, a noise that sounds yeah, like the must, original noise? It mustn't noise. be that hard. Point yeah. out, uh,
0: but well, you can't
1: that. point that out to the guy. He's the most popular guy in the neighborhood. <laughs> Come on, give it up for him. Hey, Barrio. Is that racist that I called a neighborhood a Barrio? <laughs> yeah, I that's the word for it. That's the yeah, actual well, word.
0: I mean, as you well know from your cheering career, like, that's where <laughs> you're going most. your services are most right. going to be needed that's when someone's right. being ostracized at right. a construction worksite. That's, that's right.
3: Yeah. While well, we're talking about noises, you might have heard a slight clatter in that previous bit. That was me hitting my teeth on the microphone. Ooh, no, laughing, really? you didn't. laughing at How many impression. years have you been
1: doing this stuff? I don't know, but I have
3: broken my front teeth on oh. four occasions. That would have been the fifth. Oh, how oh on four occasions, for goodness sake? Um uh, Okay, uh, bottom of a swimming pool.
1: Ah, <laughs> I have a phobia about that. Right. Water, phobia. Slide over,
3: water slide of a swimming pool, uh, beer bottle, and the launch pad kids explore section of the science museum. <laughs> I, I tell this week? on stage, like, there's a, there's a section in the Science Museum, it's, for, it's in London, it's for kids, uh-huh. and it's all like, you know, learn and play and explore, and there's this bit with this turntable on it, and you spin around, and it's, uh, it demonstrates <laughs> conservation moment of inertia, but you spin around on it, as you lean out, you slow down, you lean in, you speed up again, and it's padded now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Your lawyer saw to that?
3: I, I, all I know is uh, I was there as a kid, smashed my teeth in, went back there recently as an adult, had a look, and now it's covered in foam rubber and panic. <laughs>
0: Shit. It was the last time. That's the third one we lost this week. There was like a sign on the wall, how many days since a lost tooth incident
1: at the science museum? We were up to 400. God damn yeah, it. it's like alcoholics counting the days yeah. from their last drink. You get a chip. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get a chip.
0: Oh, that seems like a good place to wrap things up. That was a lot of fun, Robert. Do you have any shows coming up? This is going to come out on on, on the twenty on the
1: thirtieth oh, of no. July. I'm going to be at Meltdown. Uh, that show in August. I don't remember the date. Meltdown second, Comics maybe. in LA. Yeah, oh. yeah. excellent gig. Uh, should I, I should grab my calendar.
3: Uh, and also, we should
1: find your. Tri- oh, oh, I, I have a show. Surprise! It's on. August 4th, Saturday. Um, it'll be all over my Facebook wall. And Sophia Alexandra and I run it, um, and it's a really good show. It's at a different house party kind of show every month, and we don't announce the guests until they hit the stages. It's gotten to be a really good show and a big deal. Oh, awesome. Surpri- Where can they
0: find the info on that? It's again? called
1: Surprise. It's on August 4th, and they can find it on... I'm writing this down. Uh, let's see. Just find me on Facebook uh robert buscemi or um i'll announce it on my twitter feed which is robert buscemi that's my twitter feed b-u-s-c-e-m-i robert buscemi and i'll be announcing it there and we'll have links to the actual show and posters and all that stuff that's but great. i'm telling you it is a freaking incredible show it is so good i I'm tell people to bring to be dates because it's actually reasonably a classy show cool i'll be there with a date I'll yeah find a date and bring
3: one yeah. so go Go there, follow Robert on Facebook and Twitter. And as always, any comments, any questions, any any suggestions, any corrections, uh, email ProbablyScience at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at ProbablyScience, the Tumblr slash ProbablyScience, uh, ProbablyScience.com. Basically, if you just Google ProbablyScience, yeah, you'll you find us. you can't not find it. And, and also, you know, our names are our Twitter and Facebook things. And he's got a T in the middle. But you can find us all. Find us online chat to us, engage with us, and thank you for listening. And
0: rate us on iTunes, because that helps us out a lot. Yes. We could do that, oh yeah, we, awesome. we can consistently if you, if
3: forget to say that, but if you've enjoyed the show, please give us a, please give the general show a rating, but also the specific one you just listen to, the episode. The episode. If you give that a good rating, or write a nice comment underneath it, it helps bump us up, and helps us get more listeners, and that's really cool. And it takes you only a couple of seconds, and it makes us feel really yeah, good. show,
1: to do a little something for somebody else, yeah. listeners. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, oh, you uh, Fuck you! you We're know, you're you're we, oh,
3: we, just going to listen to...
1: We've seen that you're good at taking... (laughs) we've seen that much we know you got that half of life so what we're trying to say is we appreciate
3: every listener and thank you so much for tuning in Uh, we will see you next week thank you Um, have a good
1: one